Give me some noise. Hello. Hello. We got some hello noise. Hello. 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 I don't know why you say goodbye. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Two different songs. Really? <laughs> That's all right. All right. We got everybody hello, keyed moto. in. What you do? Hello, moto. This is Joshua David Bellin, author of the young adult science fiction adventure Survival Colony 9, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. I hate this town. It's too filled with memories I'd rather forget. I go to school every day, hang out with my friends, and then I go home. There's no place I'd rather not go ever again. I wonder if anything will ever change. Will that day ever come? A girl I don't know. She isn't talking to me. She's probably talking to someone in her heart. Fun things, happy things, they'll all... They'll all eventually change someday, you know? But can you still love this place? Just go and find more. All you have to do is find other fun and happy things. It's not so hard. Come on, let's go. And so we begin. A long, long upward climb. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Gets Animated, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with... Jonathan. And Logan. And today we are going to be looking at Clannad, the complete collection by Sentai Filmworks, and this was brought out in 2010. Jonathan has not actually seen this series, it's just Logan and I, but if he so has any Jonathan questions... Jonathan might not be talking too much. Eh, not too Go much, but talk, talk, talk. if he has some questions he'll ask us about some stuff and hopefully we won't confuse him too much (laughs) but logan's gonna give us the description so go ahead logan tortured by his past and pained by an uncertain future tomoya drifts through life with an almost overwhelming anger and emptiness but when he meets the mysterious beautiful shy nagisa his world seems to change Drawn in by her gentle but lonely spirit, he begins to experience the joy life can bring. But as he discovers the reason for his newfound friend's loneliness, Tomoya also finds that life can be frighteningly fragile. That might work as a description of the first episode, maybe first two episodes. Yeah, well, it kind of gives you an idea of the feel for the series. But yeah, yeah the, the two main people are Tomoya and Nagisa. Yep. And I didn't think that she, 
there was that big of a secret that, I mean, she's not on her deathbed or anything like that. Yeah, she's just sickly. <laughs> yeah, she's. She not... has but two incidents of the series, and apparently the year before the series started, she was basically not there at school. Yeah, she's had to miss a year of school, so that's why they're in the same grade because she's actually a year older than him, like you said, Logan, mm-hmm. and. It's just basically she just doesn't have a good, very good constitution. She so it's kind of like easy. kind of like fault, the fault in the stars type uh, deal. Feel or I have no clue what the fault in the stars is. Do they die? One of them does. No, no. <laughs> nobody dies. Well, <laughs> well, we did not see the after story, so no, we haven't seen the after story because that's the second part of this series. Don't know about it. Yet. We haven't seen it, and we might discuss it in the future podcast. We might not. Just depends on how we feel. Well, one person is dead, but they didn't. Well, no, not even dead. They're in a coma. True. Never mind. Well, they do pass away though. They did. Okay. I was. I remember. We'll we'll get into that, but besides. Tomoya and Nagisa, we have Katomi. This is Tomoya's friend. He no, this is the girl in the library. She's a girl genius, uh-huh. and we'll get into more of her yeah. part a little later on. There's actually two girls in the library, but this one's the one they mainly enter right. with. The other one's seen all of what three times. Yeah, she's yeah. and they have two but libraries. She is a magician. Uh, we have Ro, who's the class president, or eventually. Uh, and we have Keo, which is her sister. Mm-hmm. And we have Shunahara, who's Tomoya's friend, who's your typical corndog boy. You know, he's he's kind of nutty. Yeah. It's funny. He <laughs> refuses to believe that one of the gals can be stronger than a guy, so <laughs> tries to prove that she's a guy instead. True. It does not end well for him. Multiple <laughs> times. That is true. Tomoya is happy to join in on the beatings that he's given. Yeah, that's true. And the girl we're talking about is Miyazara. So she's the tough one. She used to be in a gang, basically, or well, she beat she up on people beat anyway. Up some gangs or something. I'm not sure. And then we have Bukatan, who is the ghost girl, or coma girl. So wait, that was her name? Uh huh. I thought it was Fuko. Fuko-chan. Uh, I don't know. I for some reason I have Bukatan listed here. Because I think for some reason I'm giving getting the one gal's pet pig for that. But oh well, whatever. Uh, I'd have to go and research. Let me pause. Sorry. Okay, Logan proved me wrong. It is Fuko. Fuko. Fuku. So. Uh, Fuko. So we looked it up on IMDb, and that is correct. I was wrong. Uh, for some reason, I for some did the pig. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> but then we have Nagisa's parents in there, and if I'm pronouncing this right, it's Sanai and Os- Oska. So I believe those are the two parents' names. Uh, basically, uh, this is a story that's a slice of life type of story. Uh, you mm-hmm. could tell by the trailer that is you know it's kind of slow paced but yep. it keep but it's funny enough to keep yeah. your interest most of the time the tone's closer to the second part of the trailer though nearing the end of storylines and it they do kind of trend more until they actually end the storylines there's probably about i don't know four or five mm-hmm. i can't remember how many now off the top of my head because i stopped writing them down after the third one but they have 
complete storylines within the series that and most of the series is funny yeah and but then like logan was saying it gets serious towards the end of the storylines yeah and we'll get into a couple of those like i said i have the first three that we can talk about and if we remember the others we can as well but some of the characters like i said uh miyazara she was the tough girl that sunahara is going after that's trying to prove her that she's a guy but she's yeah. not <laughs> and he gets was it 100 combo with one of those kicks being Tomoyas? Well, he generally gets knocked away Team Rocket style. <laughs> pretty much. But, yeah, Miyazara, she pretty much puts him on the floor, kicks him off, because she's pretty much known for her kicks. So Tomoyo he gets taken out. There's assists in it, like At opening times. the laundry chute for him to go down. Right. Tomoya, in a sense, is not the best of friends. Yeah. He's a bit of a prankster and... Yeah. <laughs> He'll, he'll, yeah, he's a prankster and he'll be just as conniving to get you to say something or do something that's kind of weird or, so yeah, he, he's not just goody two shoes. He, he likes to be a little bit of, well, he is a he kind of a troublemaker in school. Yeah. He's a delinquent. Delinquent's yeah. what I'm looking for. But so. he generally at least doesn't want to do too much damage. He no. will convince one of the people you hang out with that you're gay for him and he's just not directly refusing so you don't go suicide if i remember really but <laughs> okay that uh, was near the end during i think my's first appearance tsunahara's sister remember? he also convinced her that he was oh, on the phone that yeah that yeah. wasn't that that was just him going he perverted was he wasn't actually bit, doing that <laughs> that was him thinking in his head so. oh no that's the second time my appeared oh, whatever then i guess i don't remember the first time what you're talking about but tomoya has his mother has passed away mm-hmm. or she's at least gone i don't know if they officially say she's passed away but she's I no longer so it's pretty yeah, sure she has because the father yeah. has pretty much gone off the deep end and he's pretty much drunk all the time yeah so he's got a little bit of a rough childhood not childhood but a rough upbringing and he's a teenager now going to high school yeah. and basically taking care of himself and basically he hates his father nagisa is the shy girl that he finds the first day going to uh, his new school year and they connect and for some reason they develop this friendship and i think demoyan his heart is a good person yeah basically what he does to fill time when he doesn't have anything else to do help people out right and let's it starts off with him going to school but then he's in class and then it's lunchtime and he sees her down at the tree and he joins her so he actually initiates the contact not her so in that regards like you said he's a good person he'll help people out and he's not gonna just kick you to the side so i thought that was kind of cool but you could almost call this a harem anime it's well it was I think the word for what it originally was, it started out as a visual novel, I think. Kind of like the Alice in the Country of Hearts and other things. I'm talking about the style of anime. The harem. I don't know if it started out as a light novel or what. I'm just talking about the style of anime. One of the video game ones where you can choose whichever route you go down if you actually... Hmm, Okay. Dating sim? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I don't know if it started out that way or not. I couldn't tell you. Could have started out as a dating sim, but I yeah. don't know. That doesn't. I, let me do another look. I let thought me. it looked like it did, so I did actually 
Check on that. If it didn't start out on one, it at least has one. And I'm pretty sure it started out as a visual novel, I think. Sorry, yeah, visual novel, I think. Not quite dating sim, but visual novel. Let me check, yeah. Okay, looks like, it, yeah, it was uh, released for Windows PC in 2004. Okay, well, I didn't realize it started out as a game. That's kind of cool yeah. to know. Okay. I think when I first really, really thought that, yeah, that probably was, was when I saw the name of the last episode in this case. Well, which, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that later, yeah. But let's do some of the storylines that we have in here. Uh, we kind of talked about the characters, and they're all good characters. They all have yeah. their quirks. They're they're all fun to the in oh, their own. Loves starfish. True, and that's the first storyline is Fuko and her uh -huh. sister, and it's basically she's whittling starfish, and everybody's talking about that we have this ghost girl in the school, and come to find out that it's Fuko, yeah. but she's not dead. She's in a coma, mm -hmm. and she's whittling these star fish because they are going to be there well they're not going to be they are invitations to her sister's wedding yeah and she wants her sister to be happy because her sister has been delaying the wedding for a while since she's been in a coma and she used to be a teacher at this school so tomoya kind of recognizes her and nagisa and then they go and meet her and talk with her mm -hmm. and it goes on and they people start forgetting fuko yeah mm -hmm. but they all do come together on the wedding date at the school. Even if they don't remember Fuku, the back of their mind says, okay, we should be getting there. Yep. So they remember there's an important date. Yeah. So, and for some reason, she wanted her wedding to be at the school. Yeah. She dedicated teacher folks, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> she liked her job. There you go. It's good to like your job. <laughs> so they all meet up. They have the wedding. And the sad part is pretty much, you know, she passes away in the hospital when her sister gets married because she knows she's happy. And, and it's kind of... It's not a tearjerker. Well, it depends on who you are. But it is a sad moment, and it's kind of the trend of the other storylines. It's, it's funny and slapsticky to a degree. And then there's also that sad and bit. Then it gets that sad bit at the end on most of the story. So, yeah, it's kind of mm -hmm. interesting how they structure it. And I think that's in Japan, uh, it was such popular because mm -hmm. it did have those moments. You know, you did have the fun moments throughout, but then it got serious. And yeah. then it had the ending mm -hmm. that was really serious. Well, Fuko might die. She does appear every once in a while later, yep, too. She does come back and helps out because they helped or her out tries and least. went to the wedding. So, yeah, <laughs> tries. But I guess that was actually the second storyline. The first storyline, which goes throughout the whole series, is the Tomoya is helping Nagisa with the drama club and developing a play and getting it done. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that all comes to accumulation at the end of the series and uh, the second one or the third storyline and this is as far as I went because we don't want to take up too much time and we'll we want to leave a little bit for our viewers to watch as well but we have the girl genius in the library who's mm -hmm. ripping the pages out of books and marking in them it's like no yeah. <laughs> but she does but yeah, yeah Tomoyo at least tries to stop her whenever he catches it. <laughs> That's true. And this is Katomi, and mm -hmm. she's basically just off the charts smart. So the teachers just say, "Here's your library, have fun." Yep. And they have a different library, and this is what Logan was talking about. There's another girl in the library, but it's a completely different library that the other students yeah. use. It's also a bit of a cafe. <laughs> Yeah, which isn't too unusual yeah. in Japan. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just kind of weird. The school has two libraries because one's basically just for this genius girl. But this story is about bringing her out because she has no friends. She's closed off. Mm -hmm. 
And Tomoya is the one who finds her, and he brings her out and starts, you know, helping her develop friendships. And at the end of that particular storyline, we find out that they knew each other in the past as young yep. kids. So, uh, and her parents died in a plane crash, and mm-hmm. this is where her story gets a little sad because they she got upset with him before they left on this trip because it was supposed to be her birthday yeah and she's blaming herself all these years because she was like maybe nine uh, ten, something like that when this happened i think before 10 but that's <clears throat> yeah she was really young seems mm-hmm. like she just wanted her parents to be at her birthday and wanted a teddy bear and she didn't even bother about the teddy bear really she just wanted, wanted her parents, her parents there that birthday. was the main thing right she just said she wanted a teddy bear to give them a something that's to get her a normal thing that kids like to get for the birthday oh. sure let's go for that so and at the end of the story this particular storyline she does get her teddy bear after uh-huh. it travels all over the world basically yeah because it, the father and mother kind of put a note and closed it up in the briefcase and basically said whoever finds it please get it back to our daughter and it took uh-huh. 10 12 i don't know how many years to get back to her but at the end of the storyline it does it does and it's a little bit of a sad moment and tomoya is a little bit you know he helps clean up stuff for her and they celebrate her birthday for that year to help bring I her thought, back out yeah and i thought the more sad part was when you were kind of wondering if she did suicide while they're fixing up the yard oh right you don't yeah it's kind of left you know is she up there or not uh-huh. you know is she still alive or not so yeah that's I can see your concern there. Yeah, around a day before they end or something, we get a glimpse of her so we know she actually didn't die. But for those first two days, you get worried. True. but And we're not going to give you the exact end. And we're going to stop at the storylines there because there are a couple more. And they're just as interesting. Mm -hmm. They're fun. Uh, And we didn't tell you the whole bits of these ones either. So, Uh, yeah, go for it. Tomoya eventually ends up in Nagisa's house. Because yep. they, her parents offer him a place since he's not getting along with his father. Uh-huh. So they allow him there. And basically, at the end of the series, what you think is going to happen, yeah, it pretty much does. But in a strange twist, you'll have to watch the series because you think it's over. Then the next episode comes up like, what the heck is going on? And then the last episode hits, which is really out of left field mm-hmm. because they basically take it into a different universe. Yep. The one in which instead of Nagisa's route, oh, it says the Don't. route in the episode name. What does it say? Remember the episode's name was that gal's name and then either world or story. I can't remember which. I don't know. It takes it off into a different universe, basically. Mm-hmm. And for one episode, it's kind of a downer of an episode yeah it's uh, a very serious episode mm-hmm. there's not much levity to it mm-hmm. and it's a good story though yeah and when it ends it's still it's, it ends well it ends on a high note but, but wow that middle 15 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and i think again that's why there's such an appeal for this for people because it has that levity moments but it's such a draw for the drama and the sadness and mm-hmm. and it's not boohoo boohoo per se it's a sadness but something's being resolved yeah it's not a sadness that something bad happened per se it's just something's being resolved mm-hmm. anything so, else that you got there dude well not in particular. We could probably go into more, but we want to leave them some stuff. Oh, yes. Jonathan, any comments at all? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> really? Like I said, Sometimes he... I'm pretty much quiet all the time, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, Jonathan wasn't able to watch this one with us. It's kind of hard to do that when we're watching a series since he's working all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and making that money 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 oh. and spending that money money <laughs> as everybody does in this world <laughs> yep. uh, but we're gonna yeah, bill's gotta get paid that's know. true bill's gotta get paid uh we're gonna jump to our tweets here sweet tweets <laughs> We have a couple here, and if you want to get in touch with us, be sure to get to us with our Twitter account or our Facebook account. Look up Coming Pop Library. You can get to us there. Leave us a message. You can also find us and email us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. Uh, anything we get, we'll read back on one of the recordings. We appreciate everybody that does that. Uh, to begin with, we want to start out with saying thank you to epic failure we reviewed their single warriors hymn and they came back and wanted to say thank you for the great review and sharing our music it's much appreciated so again we appreciate what they did for us and letting us review their single we have a couple of twitters here one's from aaron one's from wayne i won't give their last names just to so they don't have to worry about that but we did an interview with uh, stormy maya uh, renee perez and peter Mintz. metz excuse me peter and we basically talked about their new movie playing with dolls havoc but a couple of people picked up the tweets and went back out and aaron just made a comment that what a great informative interview i totally need to see this flick now so that was kind of cool for him to come back with and wayne came back and said love putting the voice to a gorgeous goddess and i have a feeling he's probably talking about stormy so <laughs> Unless you're talking about me. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or Jonathan or Logan or Renee or Peter. Can't leave them out. But I have a feeling it's probably Stormy that he was talking about. <laughs> and then lastly, we did a review of James Young's An Unproven Concept. And when he got the link to listen to it, he just made a comment. I was reviewed by Comic Pop Library. Hilarity ensued. So he really had fun with that episode, so we're glad he enjoyed it. And our last one that we have here, we got a message from James Young. We did a review of his An Unproven Concept. And when he got the link, he shot us out a message on his webpage that he and this is what he said. I was reviewed by Comic Pop Library. Hilarity ensued. So glad to hear that he enjoyed the episode. And we are working with him to get him on and do a visit with him in the near future. So hopefully we can get that done and out for everybody to listen to. He's a lot of fun to talk to. I've seen him a couple of different times. Uh, we also want to thank FM Player and Listen Notes. They are two of the podcast catchers that have actually gone out and picked up our Comic Pop Library feed on their own to give to their listeners to try out so i want to say thank you to both of them for doing that for us it's really appreciated but to get back into clanad the complete collection again this is a sentai film works distribution it came out in 2010 you can still find it it's four discs so not a big deal there is a second series called after uh, after, after story thank you so there you might if you're going to pick up clanad you'll definitely want to pick up after story uh, this is one where well i'm gonna let logan i'll let you be first here how what do you think about it overall impressions of it and where do you think it falls within age level and appropriateness in libraries i thought it was good on the funny side especially and uh i think middle school should be able to um, might go to low high school but Enough. i think it might be fine for middle school maybe yeah okay 
So you enjoyed it? Yep. So And I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't know if I would or not. I knew it was more of a drama, but because it had the comedy aspects in it, it made it very yeah. appealing. I think if it didn't have those aspects in it, it'd be yeah. very depressing probably. Right. So, <laughs> so well, it does have the bright spots too. But yeah, it does have yeah. bright spots. But uh, but overall, yes, I enjoyed this anime very much. The Excuse me. Again, it's kind of a harem storyline as well because all the girls kind of start having feelings for Tomoya. But of course, at the end, only one can be chosen. There is only one. Oh. <laughs> or in this case, sometimes two because of the very last episode yeah. we've talked about that's in a different universe. So that's kind of out there. But yeah. the animation is pretty much standard animation that you would see in something like uh, Love Hina. I believe is how that story is pronounced, or Love Hina. Uh, I always did Hina, but I have no clue, honestly. So it's kind of similar to that. Most of your drama, so uh, is it most of your dramas, Sojo Shoujo. type stories. Yeah. You know, because that, that's the girl one, right? Yeah. Okay. Shonen's the boy. Okay. I thought so. I'll cut that little bit out. but Or action and romance, basically. Yep. So if you like the Sojo stuff, this would be right up your alley. The Like I said, the artwork's pretty much right there in that arena so i think you'll enjoy it mm-hmm. i agree with logan uh, middle schoolers could probably watch it you might be upper middle school like mm-hmm. seventh eighth grade because some middle school starts at fifth and sixth because there are some themes that are a little bit more mature but it just depends on parents where you might f- you feel comfortable letting your kids watch uh, high school and up definitely i think they would enjoy it uh, this is one you know if you're a smaller library you know we know budgets are being cut all over the place if you can fit it in this would be a nice one to add to the enemy collection especially for a sojo and for uh, you know a more dramatic comedy type uh, anime to add to your collection mm-hmm. middle-sized libraries and larger ones i would definitely recommend this i know it's an older one but i think if you can find copies of both the clonade and clonade afterward i would pick them up to add to your collections mm-hmm. uh, as a personal collection it just depends on your taste this would be a yeah. cool one to get mm-hmm. it, it's definitely worth uh, plucking down the money to pick it up because it's very enjoyable at least mm-hmm. for me it was all right that's going to pretty much do it for us for Clonade, the complete series. We've had fun discussing it. We hope everybody out there's had fun listening. We'll catch everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. See ya. I can see it all so clear. Please believe me. I really had something to say. But now it's bye-bye to my thinking. Now that my thinking's gone, I got nothing to say. Determination. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective in any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.